Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. you follow politics, impeachment's going to end today. It is now known there aren't enough Republican votes that are going to switch for witnesses. So there will not be any witnesses. They will just vote yes or no on the articles of impeachment, which is a unknown result, and the whole thing will be over. And um, on to the history books, and people uh, can dissect that the way they want. Right. Well, it'll be shouted about. It'll be a major campaign uh, topic. So we will be hammered with it for many months to come. Super Bowl but, is Sunday. We've got some of your wackier side bets that you can take. We'll hit you with those in just a little bit. How long the national anthem is. Who's singing the national anthem this year? J-Lo's halftime, but who's the national anthem? I believe it's Demi Lovato. Uh, it sounds like a lot of notes. I don't know her act, but it sounds like a lot of notes. I'm saying seven and a half minutes. <laughs> I'm always a fan of the like the Air Force Choir, the the Marine Band stuff like that. A really nice traditional yeah. uh, 
um, beautifully wrought. Not some singer showing off. Oh, even Whitney's making it about them. Even Whitney's uh, famous Super Bowl uh, that was a pretty straightforward Super Bowl, uh, or I mean, uh, national anthem. Yeah, that was no. pretty straightforward, pretty traditional. That's and before she got on the drugs, kids. and people no, liked she was it. Probably on drugs. Come to think of it. Yeah, it was fantastic. It was very nice. But hey, here's the don't funny make thing. it about you. It's not about you. Here's a funny thing before we do our real thing. There is a a, a store in Iran or a, a factory in Iran, and somebody just asked the question, hey, when they're burning all those American flags and Israeli flags, where do they come from? Turns out there's a factory outside of Tehran that makes uh, something like a 1,000 flags a month. U.S. flags and Israeli flags and uh, British flags are their main flags just to sell to people to burn in the streets in Iran. Wow. I suppose that makes sense. You have to have. You can't be constantly burning American flags. You got to have a source for those. Well, right. How many a, people are flying them? There's none. A, there's a factory that makes flags just for burning. I wonder if they make them out of extra flammable material and stuff. Probably. Well, yeah, probably. I mean, they certainly don't do the opposite, which I think most flag manufacturers do. Uh, majority of U.S. flags made in China these days, which is troubling. Yeah, it's really troubling. I mean, you can buy flags for practically nothing. I think we ought to, how about some sort of movement back to American-made American flags? Sturdy, last for three generations. Wow. Buying, we buy flags from the, by far, number one enemy of the United States, continuing the way we want to continue. Yeah. Donald Trump, don't trust China! Well, they're not going to sell us the rope we use to hang ourselves, like, uh, who said that, uh, Khrushchev or one of your, your Soviets? Um uh, but they are selling us the flags we wave, even as they attempt to take over the globe and, and subjugate humanity. So, you know, I've been looking for information, speaking of China, on why Britain would go ahead with Huawei, like they're talking about doing, in spite of our, our warnings, our beggings, our, our pleadings, that, listen, if you have your communications infrastructure built by this Chinese company, we can't trust you with highest level intelligence anymore. And I've been trying to figure it out, and I just can't find anybody who is saying, oh, no, 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 the Huawei stuff is perfectly fine. In fact, uh, where is it? Oh, that's right. It's it's on my computer. I don't care if they do say it. They're wrong. Uh, right. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Um, you know what? Dang it. I thought I had it printed. My apologies. i got to go. For, oh, here it is. Um, uh, but there is a history of China doing this, of embedding Cheating software, spying software, that sort of thing, in computer systems. They've done it before. And it was quite a notable case. It was a few years ago. Dang, I can't find it. Um, but it's not like this is some sort of wild, uh, you know, chin-rubbing. Let me think. The Chinese do seem to be somewhat aggressive and anti-U.S. Is it possible they would? No, It's they have a history of it. So I just, I cannot find anybody saying Britain is right and it will be fine. It is one of the most mystifying things I've ever seen. Old Bojo deciding to go with Huawei. Is it pure? Well, I, I listened to a fairly long podcast about this yesterday. There's a couple of reasons. One, um, their technology is better. China is ahead of the United States in um, 5G technology. They have better stuff and it's cheaper. That's tough to overcome. The difference between the China versus U.S. battle versus the Soviets versus the U.S. battle is Soviets didn't have better anything. Their cars sucked. Their, right. their everything sucked. They they couldn't produce. Nobody wanted Soviet stuff. Right. People do want the Chinese stuff. They they're ahead of us in a lot of this technology. 
That makes it a tough sell. Although it's going to cost you more, and it's not going to be as good, but buy ours because it's safer. I have heard tech people say specifically that is not true. The Huawei stuff is not better than, than American-made stuff. I, I don't know that, um, but we, we've discussed it on the air before. I'm just going to tip my cap to them. They've said that's absolutely not true, so I don't know. I don't know. Um. Anyway, way to go, Bojo. I thought I was on your side, but I think you're out of your mind on this one. Who has the Super Bowl bets? I keep asking for them, but they don't show up. Who has them? Somebody's got them. I want to hear one. Uh, Do they not exist? It, it, it was harder to find the fun ones than normally because okay. with the the normalization of sports gambling now, all I found were accurate, here's the smart bets to place, and very few of the the, the silly ones. Um, but, uh, Have but we he, nailed down twerking? There's a there's a bet on whether or not J-Lo and Shakira twerk during the halftime. Right. What is twerking specifically? I thought it was just uh, shaking your hind end. Uh, that doesn't count? No, side to side does not count. Twerking involves a, a vertical shake. It's a simulation it's of, of a certain act. No, it's it's not up and down. You're bending at the knees. It's all in the hip action, Jack. It's, it's a, it's a, I don't a, know if a I can vertical do that, rotation of the hips. Like this? Similar, oh, yeah, yeah. I Lord, think you're getting closer. I'm blind. Let's not do it right now. I've been blinded. Okay, J Lo won't do that. Never do that again. J Lo oh, won't do that. Absolutely, she will. No, yeah, she's oh, yeah. got too much class to do that. You're right out of in your front mind. of my TV. Oh Lord, stop it! Make him stop it! Somebody make him stop, <laughs> stop Jack. Call <laughs> HR. Dip. Call HR. She's famous for the back and forth, like super fast. Yes. Well, uh, Shakira or J Lo? Oh, uh, both of them. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I personally think J-Lo is the best at shaking her hind end of anybody that's ever uh, done it. But. Wow, that's a skill. That's what we've been reduced to, folks. We can <laughs> yeah, explore the, the far reach of the, of the galaxy <laughs> with our probes, yet we're praising women for shaking their arses. Well, she's the, Shocking. She's the halftime of our most watched television show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, I finally found it. Um, sent along by alert listener uh, Eric. And this is from... Well, this is so long ago. How could every anybody remember it? It was 2018. 2015, Amazon began quietly evaluating a startup called Elemental Technologies, a potential acquisition. Um, Elemental made software for compressing video files, et cetera, et cetera. Long story short, in looking through their computer security, they uncovered troubling issues, which boiled down to... Um, some of the chips had been loaded by the Chinese with spying abilities and softwares. A tiny microchip, not much bigger than a grain of rice, that wasn't part of the board's original design. And Amazon discovered it to U.S. authorities, sending a shudder through the intelligence community. Elemental servers could be found in the Department of Defense, the CIA's drone operations, and the onboard networks of Navy warships. And Elemental was just one of hundreds of Supermicro customers, and Supermicro is the company in China that was doing this at the behest of the Chinese government. It's just, it's, it is a no-brainer, it is a six-inch putt that China will use the Huawei gear to spy. Absolutely. And um, I heard an update the other day on our uh, nuclear arsenal. We're way, way behind in trying to keep that up to date and um, modernizing and everything like that. But one positive that came out of that accidentally is we're so far behind because every time the government is short of money, using my finger quotes because they're wasting so much, but they take it from updating the nuclear arsenal. Next year is always a better time to do it. Next year is always a better time to do it. And they shuffle the money over to somewhere else. Plus, everyone's against nuclear war. By doing that, we're still running ancient computer equipment and floppy disks and stuff like that, and they now 
having done that accidentally, now think that was a great idea and we shouldn't get you know, modernize and go onto the internet and all that oh. sort of stuff. Thumb drives and this and that. Saying no to the internet of nukes. Yeah, exactly. Back to the future. Um, so we accidentally uh, kept that protected by being so far behind. Huh. Which is an interesting one. Life's funny, ain't it? It is. <laughs> I'll hit you with a couple of these coming up uh, in a little bit from Reason Magazine. L.A.'s plan to solve its homeless problem is a mess. Wait till you hear some of the details. They won't surprise you a bit. Uh, but first this, the total number of Donald Trump tweets tomorrow are on Sunday for Feb- Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, the over under is 13 and a half. The entire day, the entire day. <whistles> he had the mo- he broke his own record the other day with the most tweets in one day. And it was an extraordinary number. Do you remember what it was? I'm was like 200 or something. But 13 and a half is the over under. I think over. Uh, it's funny. I'd bet the under. You don't think he'll with, tweet that many times with his interview pregame with Hannity. I think it's easily going to be over. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. For, yeah. Do retweets count? Couple. Uh, Side yeah. note, are they also endorsements? Yes, clearly. <laughs> retweets do count, and uh, and you, I think absolutely, because there will be some crackbacks against the Hannity interview that he can't help but respond to that will start some Twitter wars. Bet me over. And You're he, right. He'll be tweeting or the, all Or there long. will be people saying, what a great interview, and he'll retweet those for, for traction and exposure. Sure. Yeah. Will yeah. a player leave the game and not return due to concussion? I don't like that one. No. Oh, that's, yeah. Yes, well. plus 20, 120. What a creepy bet, this person says. Yeah, it's pretty creepy. It really is, yeah. Will any scoring drive take less time than it takes Demi Lovato to sing the national anthem? Ooh, I like that. With the, yes. with the Chiefs on the field? Are you kidding me? Yes. Well, and the Niners can score quickly, too. They're going to be a George couple of... Kittle will carry five guys down the field and just ramble into the end zone. I don't know what the official betting line is on this year's Super Bowl, but typically around two minutes is what national anthems clock in at. Often, yeah, a little over, yeah. two and change. There will be a Chiefs touchdown that, that took roughly four two seconds. Plays. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there could easily be a two-place Or any sort of punt or kick return touchdown I think would count for that, too. Um, I'll do you one more, and then we'll get to some more later. Which company airs the first commercial after the coin toss? Uh, 15 to 1 on Bud Light. I feel like that's known. Michael Bloomberg. It might be known. Yeah, there are people are betting the obvious. Uh, Bud Light, Budweiser, Coca-Cola. Yeah, it'll be something like that. Yeah. As um, long as the bookies make money, they don't care. Taking your money to fix the homeless problem. How are they spending it? Well, stay tuned for that. It's not good. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Happy period for us. It's a happy period because we call this impeachment light. This is light. Washington Democrats have spent the last three years trying to overturn the last election. I'm not. Why am I not worried? I should be worried. You know, we're having probably the best years that we've ever had in the history of our country. And I just got impeached. Can you believe these people? I got impeached. This November, we're going to defeat the radical socialist Democrats that are right down the street. We played the clip earlier where he's there in Iowa yesterday, and he said, I'm working my ass off up here, and the crowd cheered like crazy. And then he did the whole routine with the sleepy Joe Biden. Oh, boy. And edge, edge, they say. Boot, edge, edge. Boot, and every, edge, edge. And everybody just erupted in cheers. <sighs> 
Like, oh, I love this song. I love the Edge Edge song. Right. I didn't think Free he planned it. <laughs> it's, it's something. Yeah. And um, so much for the solemn occasion that is impeachment and wearing all black and we're praying. Um, <laughs> so much for that. As it all ends it's today. It's all ending today, folks, in case you didn't hear it. I got Key Repubs saying there's no point in this. Let's end it. I got two homeless uh, stories here, and mostly focusing on fixing the homeless situation from opposite ends of the country. Our two biggest cities in America, it's the same story, and not the least bit surprising. And other smaller cities across America will um, replicate it. Yes, they'll first story, replicate the useless and or counterproductive policy. First one in the New York Times over the weekend, uh, $500 million for the homeless targeted in scheme with bogus addresses. It's a heck of a long article, but really interesting about this uh, whole series of homeless services, shelters, and everything like that, where money, they finally figured out, where's the money going, or how come we don't have more of this or that? And somebody finally started looking into it after years. Again, they spent $500 million, half a billion dollars. Wow. And, they, and when money starts washing around like that and nobody's keeping track, you end up with, uh, digging into the books, and you go to that address where some of the money's going. There is, there's no building there. There's just a PO box. Wow. Somebody was sending money there for years. Um, uh, they oh. came across a hundred and eighteen thousand dollars for a handful of computers for one building, for instance. So obviously somebody was just skimming off the top there. Appliances that had been built, but there's no appliances at the at the actual housing development that they went to, and the invoices don't list list the brand or the model number or anything like that. Just the amounts of money. So somebody just stole the money and didn't buy the appliances. Yeah, refrigerators, one hundred fifty thousand right. dollars. Yeah, that's what we bought. Just old fashioned theft. Zero like accountability. Mob like theft. Yeah. But with your taxpayer money and with people that are supposedly. Uh, in public service, trying to help the downtrodden. Well, that program alone, and that's a mind-boggling amount of money. I mean, hell, that's like all the taxes for half a lifetime for us and everybody listening to the show. Oh, that's somebody, an astonishing amount oh, of Oh, sure. Money. Somebody worked in a 25% markup on all gas and electric bills for all the units for the homeless people. <sighs> somebody was just you know, sifting that off of the top, that sort of thing. So that is happening in New York. In L.A., they're also throwing around gazillions of dollars. This is from Reason magazine. L.A.'s plan to solve its homeless problem is a mess. More than 2,500 homeless individuals sleep on the streets in a 53-square-block Skid Row area in downtown Los Angeles, which they say is the worst man-made disaster in the United States. Uh, might very well be, but there, there are rivals very close in L.A. and all, all around the West Coast for certain. Uh, while California's homeless crisis extends far beyond L.A., the city's predicament is notable for its sheer scale. It has the highest unsheltered homeless population in the country. More than a 1,000 homeless people died on the streets in L.A. County last year. 76% of L.A. voters approved a bond referendum to spend $1.2 billion in public funds on 10,000 new apartment units for the homeless. And Wait it seems to be going similar direction as what happened in New York. Wait a minute. I can do math. When they started a couple of years ago. Yeah, L.A. uh, initially estimated the permanent units would have a median cost of $350,000 apiece, which is insane there. Right. But it immediately went to $500,000 per unit and is now $700,000 per unit. Per unit. For uh, getting the homeless off the street. Very reasonable. Yeah. And as one of the activists said, look, we're not going to be able to help very many people if we spend the $1.2 billion at a rate of $700,000 
per unit, we're going to leave a lot of people on the street. Well, yes, yeah. we could we could buy a first class camping trailer times seventy for every one of these apartments. Seventy, you know, ten thousand dollar camping trailers. It's just us. the amount of theft and graft that goes into uh, do-gooders. Oh yeah, these do-good operations. You know, it's a cliche, the blankety-blank industrial complex, but there is absolutely 100% now a homeless industrial complex where smart operators, smart but dishonest, are leeching your tax dollars away by the hundreds of millions of dollars. Look Look out for it in your town. And do not agree to any tax increase. None. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We know why they don't want John Bolton to testify. It's not because we don't really know what happened here. They just don't want the American people to hear it in all of its ugly graphic detail. Look, this whole thing is a joke. I don't like the lawyers for the president appearing to resist. They should say, John Bolton, bring him on. Let's have him in the witness stand for two weeks. This thing's going so great for you. Let's have him here. Let's ask him all the questions you want. We have nothing to fear. This thing's tanking for you. Let's extend it to November 3rd, 4th, 5th, and see how it works out for you losers. (laughs) Mark Stein, bring him in. There's no need. Harsh talk. Uh, so look, Lamar Alexander, swing vote Republican, came out overnight. He, he issued a letter, said, and "There's no need for witnesses. I agree. The president uh, pressured Ukraine, but it's not impeachable. And if it's impeachable, it's not removable. So why waste our time? And without his vote, there's no chance a majority says, yeah, yeah, let's call a bunch of witnesses and string this out for a few more weeks. So it's going to end today." And that's the end of that story. Um, I wanted to have do one more follow-up on the homeless thing we were just talking about, how they've wasted a, a ton of money, millions of dollars, millions and millions and millions of dollars Hundreds in New York. Hundreds of and, millions. And they're working on wasting it in Los Angeles. In that, well, and all over the West. I mean, the, the city of Sacramento just uh, coughed up $100 million or proposed it. And if you take that tone of voice that I'm taking on this story, you're labeled as some sort of mean, uncaring, awful, fascist human being. Can you use a different tone? <laughs> you don't get credit for being better than me by wasting money or allowing people to steal from taxpayers. Right. You don't get credit for your <laughs> intentions. Yeah, you're a fiend. You're not a hero. You're a fiend because you demand people's money at gunpoint, then don't care enough to track how it's spent. That doesn't make you a hero. Boom. <laughs> I like when you end anything with just classic booing. That's what's deserved here. Or you suck. Did I say? Did I tell you I I did that at the airport when they announced our uh, flight was uh, delayed another two hours or whatever. <laughs> Boo! Did you really? Yes. Wow. <laughs> well, it just it drove me crazy that all the sheep will just take that. Yeah. We're paying customers. Right. We paid thousands of dollars for a product. We get to express the fact that we're unhappy that I ordered chicken and you're giving me us, you know, toast. Right. I'm getting a different meal than I ordered. That's not okay. Right. Yeah. You're right. And it wasn't weather related. Weather related, I'm not going to boo the 
What was it? Oh, it was one of those, the crew. We had a a problem with the crew. You screwed up. You made a mistake. Right. Your scheduler screwed up. And I spent a bunch of money. I get to complain about that. Right. Anyway, that's enough of that. How'd I get off on that? I don't know. Boo! Right. I love Um, that at the airport. Lucky lucky they didn't arrest you. We're used to marching around like obedient drones after 9-11. Maybe that's it. That, That is part of it. Um, which coach will be mentioned first on TV after the kickoff? I don't know, what kind of a vote? That's, that's just, that's, gamble, go get together with your friends, hit the ATM, then get together and start betting on coin flips. If you need to gamble that much, just bet on coin flips. What kind of a bet is this? The number of women who on TV will claim they have had a relationship with Jimmy Garofalo during Super Bowl week. Garofalo, Garofalo. I don't, uh, I don't follow the sports. What? Huh? How's that, that going to happen at all? I don't know. I don't see how that would happen in the broadcast. Are they saying like in the weeks after, you know, various people whose said, DMs he slid into while in Miami are going to come out with oh, stories? Oh, maybe that's what they're talking about the week after. Okay. That's, that's untoward. It's tawdry. It is tawdry. What color of Gatorade will be dumped on the head coach of the winning Super Bowl team? A classic. The, uh, the favorite is orange. I don't know if I, I don't ever drink the orange Gatorade. I mean, oh, uh, I do. It's one of my favorites. Really? Yeah, that oh. and the yellow. I bet blue. I like the yellow. It's orange. Blue's unnatural. It's and a child's Gatorade. I'm not betting what I would drink. Oh. I'm betting what will well, get dumped betting. upon the coach. It's not going to be blue. Blue is a child's Gatorade. My kids like that gray stuff, but it looks like dirty dishwater. It gray? tastes okay. Have you seen the gray? It's like called it's ice or something winter like that. frost oh, or something. I have seen But that. it just looks like dirty dishwater. That's probably what happened. They had a bunch of Gatorades mixed together in the bottom of a vat and thought, God, that looks like dishwater. We've been right? pouring this out for years. How about we call it a, a winter frost? We'll Try sell, to sell it. Sell it to children. Yeah. By the way, did we mention Lan Hee Chen coming up, one of the best minds when it comes to politics in America? Does he yeah. know what a koala sounds like? We'll find out. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> uh, probably be red Gatorade. Both teams are have red uh, unis. So Will Troy Aikman. They're color coordinating. Will Troy Aikman mention his past Super Bowl experiences? Well, I would expect him to. If he remembers them. He, he's been concussed. I'm not going to read that one. Well, I, if, That's childish. If you've got a player who's played in multiple Super Bowls and can speak to that experience and he doesn't mention it, you need to fire him. So I'm betting yes on that one. Of course. It's generally seen as uncool to talk about your playing days for some reason. It doesn't bother me. I don't care if you do. I don't know. I don't think it is anymore. I think it's uh, the the more the better is the trend now. Tony Romo famously. Well, there's know. a different there's a difference if you are talking about playing experiences when the people on the field are the people you played against, right? You have a a relevancy of I I game planned against this guy. I watched tape on these guys, right? Okay. But the farther away you get from your playing career, the I think the less. Relevant there is, is no right doubt word. a really old guy talking about. I'll tell you what, McCullough you remember him? Seventy-two uh, Cardinals. Oh man, couldn't tackle him. <laughs> but remember this: if you're into betting, if you're thinking of betting on the Super Bowl, one figure to keep in mind: one hundred and seventy-four million six hundred ninety-five thousand seven hundred sixty-six. That's the net loss on Super Bowls for betters at the sports book, sports book since nineteen ninety-one. That's a lot of money. In other words, they win most of the time, which is... 174, what'd you say? Million. That's kind of the way it's set up. Well, that's a tiny fraction of what New York squandered on their 
criminal homeless policies. No doubt. So not impressed. No doubt. That's that's nothing. It's nothing compared to the money government wastes on a daily basis. And there is an over-under on whether or not J-Lo twerks? I won't have it in my home. Pornography. (laughs) You're going to turn off the halftime show? Absolutely. She will turn her backside to the TV and vibrate it on uh, in 4K HUD, won't she, at some point? Yes. That's guaranteed, isn't it? Although yeah. it's, it's, it's a very family show. What you're paying for. Is the Super Bowl still on like a, a two-minute delay in case Justin Timberlake runs on the stage and rips off her clothes? Yes. Like you did the one time, perv. Yeah. Exactly. Shock ruined America, really. The, the nipple that ruined America. <laughs> the nipple. Unforeseen consequences in radio for some reason. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. We had no delay on this show until that happened. Right. Connect the dots on that. What there is that? A hundred classic rock songs with S bombs or whatever that we've all heard fifty thousand times that all of a sudden were strict verboten because of the nipple. It was very strange. It's difficult to explain. I'm going to run over and lift up Sean's shirt and show a nipple on the radio. Oh, no. Cheers. I guess that's what they were concerned about. Oh, oh no. Anyway, we'll talk uh, politics with Lon Heachin. We're trying to figure out what direction to go because in our minds, the impeachment thing is over. And I don't really need a rehash. Do you? N- not really, no. It's done. No, I'm looking to the future, Jack. That's the way I am. <laughs> I'm pretty interested in if Bernie wins Monday, what's going to happen. Maybe we'll ask him that. Stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty Show. The Democrats are sitting around scratching their head going, wait, why are we doing so poorly against this guy when his economy is weaker than Jimmy Carter's? Well, because you're saying that you're going to basically do what uh, what British Labor Party said they were going to do before they got so roundly rejected. I'm just <laughs> telling you, if you want to uh, beat Donald Trump, stop with the socialist schemes. Stop with the socialist schemes, yet Bernie Sanders looks like he might be poised to win the Iowa caucuses and New Hampshire and run away with the thing. But you never know. You never know till the votes are uh, are still cast. Joe Scarborough there on Morning Joseph on the MSNBC. He's an alleged Republican, but not really. But uh, got hot for Mika Brzezinski and uh, sold his soul. That'll twist your head around right yeah, there. Well. Um, Pretty girl will make you do dumb stuff, Jack. If we can get Lon He Chen on the line, we're going to ask him about what Jim Delaney getting out of the race does. No, a kid. Jim or John? I don't know. Nobody knows. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we got a phone problem. Our well, that's heartbreaking, work. man. I was really looking forward to talking to Lonnie. Yeah, How I How nuts is the Democrat Party going to go if Bernie wins Iowa? They know there will be a backlash if they cheat him again. I mean, because if it were the first time they screwed him, well, cheat him, screw him. They're a private organization. They can really do whatever they want. Sure. But um, And then, then live with the results. Keeping in mind, primaries are not the sacred elections we talk about. They're, they're just a private organization taking a vote internally. But having said that, if this was the first time they'd kind of screwed Bernie, they could get away with it, I think. Um, because people wouldn't catch on immediately, and they'd have to be have it explained to them, and they weren't they wouldn't be sure it was true. It'd be like the last time. Um, but now everybody's radar is up for it. I mean, completely. Well, there are a couple of different sources, like pretty serious sources, 
Mark Halpern, who we talked to, who wrote the book, How to Beat Trump, he says that Barack Obama, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, the real heavyweights of the party, think Bernie and Elizabeth can't win. Mm. How do they get involved if one of them comes out of this ahead? And then Vanity Fair had that long article about Barack Obama suggesting that Barack Obama feels like he will get active in this campaign if it looks like Bernie's going to run away with it. Mm. In what way? I don't know. I can't wait to see. Hit the trail hard and just insist that people go a certain way, I guess, with Biden. And is Bloomberg the stopper? Does everybody rally around Bloomberg if Bernie starts to run away with it? Run away with it because he's spending all that money in the uh, Super Tuesday states. You can rally around Bloomberg all you want, but that's not going to help you a lot. He's just not an appealing character. So, because he's Jewish, what? Um, I didn't know what you're insinuating. He's not appealing. He's just he's a dead fish. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I'm sure, a hundred percent sure, there are pros within the Democratic Party, the heavyweights, who are thinking. Here's how we kill off the Bernie branch, the AOC branch, the far left branch. We let them run their candidate and watch them get whooped coast to coast. Because these are the the pros, especially the hacks, the fundraisers. They understand you're going to win some, you're going to lose some. So they'll look to the next one. Let's, we'll go ahead and, and sacrifice ourselves this one. I like these kind of polls. Is the U.S. ready to elect a woman president? Overall, 56%, only 56% say yes, 24% no. Oh, yeah. I and, know what you're driving And at. we know from seeing these polls in the past, it's all about what you think other people would do. Right. It's some weird, well, I'm enlightened enough to elect a black person or a Hispanic or a woman or whoever, but I don't think the rest of America is. Right. Which is just weird. Then you ask people directly, and 89% of them say, yeah, absolutely, of course. I don't care as long as they believe what I believe. Right. As long as they're good at it. Because everybody feels the same way I do. You have a Hispanic... Jewish gay woman who's all about small government and reigning in a waste. Right. I don't care about any of that other stuff. No. Welcome to the presidency. I and, strong and, defense, intelligent uh, national or uh, international relations. And as Joe sure. said, polls show almost everybody's that way. Yeah. Yeah. But we have this weird. Well, other people wouldn't though, because they're bigoted. Hicks well, or right. something. Because you hear it every day that yeah. people are. You know who are bigoted Hicks? Jack Texans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. But according to a poll done by somebody or other, uh, Texans are the most likely to double dip at a, it's a survey of 5,000 Americans. They are much more likely to admit to double dipping, a.k.a. ipso facto, dipping a chip or something into the, the, uh, the sauce be it chip dip or salsa or cheese or whatever. Taking Getting a bite, your gross, disease-laden saliva all over the chip. And then taking that same chip and using it as a grub shovel a second time. Hey, partygoers, who wants a little of my coronavirus? Dip. Oh, boy. Wow. Disgusting. Yeah. Uh, after uh, Texans, it's New York, New Yorkers and Washingtonians. Um, that's Washington State, the three most likely to double dip states. I, I I see two very blue states there, and one quite red state. I'm do you say so, Would you say something to somebody who does that, or do you just not eat any more dip? Oh, I would go ahead and eat it. 
Number one, I'm a glutton. Number two, depends on who I they have are. an immune system. Dep- I'm not depends that on who they are. If it's a friend of mine and I know them to be a person of, of cleanliness and the rest of it. They probably I'll, don't have hep A. I'll probably roll my eyes. But, yeah, if I'm down at, like, the food bank. Can I have some of your dip? And, you know, some. Some guy shuffles into my home. I have a little of your dip. Yeah. Well, Losing okay. sores. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Stop it. But you're right. On the flip side, the most there's courteous. a certain number of people at your Super Bowl party you would uh, you'd tumble into bed with and swap all kinds of stuff if you had the opportunity. So wow. do you think I'm there? <laughs> yeah, that's why you're at the party. Can you say anything that's not disgusting? Anything, <laughs> really, even if it's <laughs> off topic, that would be fine. <laughs> I like to apologize, folks. But it is. It's all. It's a word straight, Jack. It's one hundred percent. I love that clip. It's one hundred percent about who's double dipping. Yes. Yes, it is. Most of the people at the party, I don't care at all. Right. There's a couple people. Right. Rather but you forget didn't. it. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm going out for food. On the flip side, North Dakotans and Virginians are the least likely to double dip. More broadly speaking, Jack, what are the greatest food sins? Double dipping was number one. I think what's uh, 44% of the correspondents said that's a terrible thing to do. Second place, putting ketchup on pasta. They gave multiple choice, obviously. What? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't put anything care. you want yeah. on it. I, I'm not eating Those it. are completely different categories. Well, wait one, a minute. I'm a hypocrite. One, I'm taking in some of your fluids. The other one, it's just that's your choice. Do whatever you want. On the other hand, I am a hypocrite. Number three on the list is ordering a steak well done. No, you got to leave my home if you do that. Well, right. Leave exactly. my home. Yeah. Ketchup on pasta. Go ahead. I, I don't, don't know care. how this happened. Somehow you were invited to this party. <laughs> Clearly a mistake was made. <laughs> you need to leave my yeah, home. I need you to leave now. No, now what? I'm calling the police. No, take your brick food with you. I don't <laughs> want the police. Go drive a nail into a piece of wood with that piece of meat you just ruined. <laughs> and leave my home. Right. Now... Now I'm going to flip-flop again, because next is using utensils to eat a pizza. There are some pizzas it's necessary. Yeah, it's hard not to. You'd be wearing it. Um, What do they mean? Ketchup on what pasta, though? I I put ketchup on macaroni and cheese, and that's a pasta, allegedly. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so, but... But like on, but what, what else? Spaghetti? Disgusting. For Do people one thing. put ketchup on spaghetti? Well, you're a child. Why don't you just spoon full, full sugar in your mouth? I'm, I'm out of regular sauce, and I needed something tomatoey to put on it. It's red. It's kind of spicy. Why not? Yeah. And finally, eating ice cream out of a cone with a spoon. What? What? Nobody's ever done that in the history you're of the world. You're a Russian spy. Sounds like something Mitt Romney would do. Yeah, that's when you drag them out and shoot them, because you know they're not one of our boys. It does sound like something Mitt Romney would do. Yeah. You can picture a video of him eating an ice cream cone and using a spoon. <laughs> now, back to the double-dipping theme. 31%, even though 44% say it's the worst food sin, 31% of us admit to double-dipping at a party or social gathering. Sinners. I will occasionally forget and do it, I admit it, yeah. because I do it all the time at home. Oh, of course you do. Yeah. I, Michelangelo, our board operator, brought in his famous Super Bowl cheese dip today, and it is fabulous, is it not? We have somebody it's, out there in the newsroom had it for the first time. She said it's wet, better than I even thought it was going to be. It's it's marvelous. I, I think it, this might be the best year of it. Yeah. Thank you. A good vintage. It's the best uh, Super Bowl cheese dip I've ever had, but I overdid it the first hour of the show. And, Jack, I got a, I got a dessert here for you, as a matter of fact. Um, what is that? 
This is a hand pie. Oh, yes. So, hand pie, hand pie. What do you say? <laughs> yep. Brought in a hand pie. Brought to, in a hand pie. To wash you. down my cheese dip. That's right. To balance say. it out. Yeah. Still say that term sounds dirty. But I ate cheese dip the first hour. I've started to rally. I think I can, I think I can eat more cheese dip next hour. The reasons people attend Super Bowl parties. In fourth place, watching a football game. That's the only reason I'm there. I'm a football fan. Hmm. The rest of you get out of my way. What are the top three? Um, the commercials, number three, jump the shirt, uh, socializing, just seeing friends, is number two, AKA tumbling into bed with a fine double dipper. Yeah. For, for a lot of my younger days, it was, that was a great, cause you're going to spend several hours drinking I am double dipping plenty quite of time, time to talk and work your magical <laughs> number game. Number one reason, food. Number one. Getting your eat on. The game plays fourth. Yeah. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you. We where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.